in your face, all over the place. We're online. You're listening to The Big Jim Show. Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. Three, two, one. Only on Spotify and Anchor.fm. And welcome to the show, The Big Jim Show. With me, as always, my lovely wife, Annette. The co-host with the hostess. Or did I say that wrong? You got the host with the most and the hostess with the most. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Liz Dest. Liz, see, I can't even say Liz Destic right. What the heck? <laughs> I meant to say dyslexic. Dyslexic, a little bit Liz Dexic. L- little bit Liz Dexic. How about that? <laughs> it's like one time I went to go watch a movie. It was a it was a Nuck Chorus movie. It was cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I got a good story that I know for a fact that you've not heard. It It's a good one. It's a really good one. See, you're already laughing because you, you think you know where this one's going. Well, I got a, I, I have an idea. No, you have no idea. I've heard stories. You, you have no idea what this one's going to bring you. So, when I was 14 years old, Yep. See, you're already rolling your eyes. You're like, okay, what did he do now? So I'm going to tell you what I did at 14 years old. And I might, I might actually go to hell over this one. It's, it's very possible. Well, it can't be any worse than your brother breaking wind in the middle of a quiet church on a wooden pew. Now that was funny. I'll tell you that story. That was funny. That was funny. But this one, this one. Um, I wanted to see who was going to catch on to this one. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, see, you don't even know the story. You're already like, you're already giggling about it. Oh, I just, I can imagine. So, so when I was 14 years old, I was, I was in the church. I'm not going to say the name of the church, but I was in the church and it was, it was after hours. I, I, I was in there playing piano, and I guess I actually know how to play piano. And the uh, pastor's wife comes up to me and says, would you like to play the uh, play during the tithes and offerings? You know, the one where they, they pass the plate around? Oh, my God. I know where this is going. I, I have a feeling. I, I don't think you do. I don't think you have any idea where this is going. So I was like, yeah, I can, I can do this. Not, not a problem. And so, you know, the first, you know, five or six Sundays, I, I play the hymn, bringing in the sheaves on, on the piano. And one day I, I asked her, I said, Hey, you know, I also play guitar and so this was, this might have been why that that uh, particular pastor didn't like me afterwards. But I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody caught on, ever. Till till what I'm about to spill now. So my dad's probably listening to this, and he's probably going, "Oh God." So there there may not be. Is he putting his he's slapping his forehead, going, "Oh." What the heck? <laughs> it, it's very possible. It is very possible 
Um, so I thought, well, let's uh, let's let's spice this up a little bit, and being the fact that I play guitar, still play guitar, um, instead of playing, bringing the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves was was a, an offering song, you know. I decided to change it up a little bit and play Stairway to Heaven. Right? Okay. So, just imagine being in church, everybody's praying, and everybody's, uh, you know, the the pastor goes and does the uh, prayer and offering. And I had just learned how to play Stairway to Heaven, and I thought it would be really cool if I could pull this off. Now, this was before I understood lyrics or anything like that. I just was, it was, it was a huge accomplishment to play Stairway to Heaven. I don't care what anybody says, playing Stairway to Heaven on guitar is a pretty hard song to play because it is a finger picking song and there is many chords that are involved that really have to be flexible. I don't even know if I can even play that song to this day. Something about getting old and arthritis. I don't know, maybe. But anyways, nobody ever caught on to it. At least if they did, they didn't say anything. Well, I thought it was going to be worse than that. I thought you were going to play, like, something from Metallica. Um, That would have probably been a little bit more easier to explain then Stairway to Heaven. I mean, rumor has it, I don't know how true this is, but rumor has it that when uh, Jimmy Page and, and Robert Plant wrote that song, they were they were worshiping the devil. I, I don't know how true that is, but that was a rumor. That was something I read in, I don't remember, Guitar One magazine, I want to say. I, I could be wrong. That was a magazine way back in the 90s, so... I mean, I have, you know, there's nothing wrong with Metallica, but, you know, playing that as a, a, hymn, church. <laughs> a hymn to give money and offering. Oh, Lord, oh my God. You know what? Now that I think about it, I should have played Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> but no, I wanted to, I, I had busted my butt for like a whole week straight because we went down to Sam Goody at the mall and I bought this thick Oh, there's our age right there, Sam Goody. Hey, hey, I know, I know. <laughs> I know I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Cassettes, VCRs. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've, we've so anyway, Sam that. Goody, I bought this <laughs> thick Led Zeppelin book and I'm not like a huge fan of Led Zeppelin, but I've always liked Stairway to Heaven. I always thought it was a really good song. And I thought, man, if I could pull this off, I could play it at church. And you know what? Everybody after church went up to me and was like, oh, that was such a really nice song. And I'm like, you guys are clueless on what I just played. Keep in mind, this is the 90s. That song was written in the 70s. So that tells you how out of touch most people, if not all the people in that church were. I can't believe for one second, not one person said oh i know what song that is your dad probably knew but he just didn't say anything it, 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 dad had to have known dad had to have known 
He had to have known. Nobody said anything. They're like, oh my gosh, that was such a pretty song. Did you write that song? And I'm like, no, no, I, 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 uh, I picked that up out of a, out of a magazine, out of a magazine. And so a lot of, a lot of the congregation were kind of like, oh, must be one of those Christian magazines. I'm like, no, not really. (laughs) So I may be going to hell. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. I, I don't I don't think Pre- so. pretty sure that was pretty unforgivable but I mean I was 14 well you know whenever you're 14 that's a pretty cool song to be able to learn how to play well, it, yeah who doesn't want to play stairway to heaven that's what I'm saying that shouldn't have been that bad that was a huge accomplishment I mean I could have played the thin ice by Pink Floyd on piano nobody would have ever known that one I guarantee that unless you listen to the wall. <laughs> oh my gosh! So another another funny story when I was in church. Oh no! You've heard this one. I tell this one to just about everybody. So there was this church that had uh, their their biggest thing was let's let's uh let's let's praise God and let's dump a bunch of pythons and and boa constrictors out on the congregation. And in theory, if you had enough enough Jesus in you. I'm not going to say the name of the church or where it was at because I've lived many places. So figure that out. And uh, so me, (laughs) I'm a natural snake person. I wrangle snakes. I'm the snake remover guy. So they, they were putting these out thinking if people had enough enough gospel well, enough in them. holy spirit right yeah that the snakes wouldn't go near them that that that's right that's, that's right that's, you see where this is going that's ridiculous it, it is it is ridiculous but there are some snakes are they're gonna go they're a natural they they're a natural creature the 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 whole point was was well eve was you know was was tempted by the by a snake. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Eve was tempted by a serpent. A serpent could have been anything. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the theory behind this was, was if, if you had enough Holy Spirit in you, the snake would, would not go near you. Well, you know, boa constrictors and pythons are, are kind of subtle creatures. They're not going to really go around you anyway, because it's, just they're they're docile. The name is the word is docile is what I'm looking for. They're snakes. They're snakes. They're, they're gonna snakes. do what they want to do regardless of who's around. So and I know what the audience is saying. The audience is probably like, get on with it. I will. So <laughs> eight year old me. Again, I'm a snake person. Snakes don't bother me. I reached down and picked one of them up. So automatically you were going to hell. Oh, I was not allowed back at that church ever again. <laughs> not only did I pick it up, I also let it slither all around me because I think snakes oh. are fascinating creatures. <laughs> My favorite snake is the uh Willa. It is no, the, a co- the, it's a cobra. Python. It is a cobra. 
Um, it's not a it's not an Asian cobra because an Asian cobra has just one circle and one line. The uh, I want to say it's the East Indian cobra. Those are so deadly. The the, the one that. The real pretty black ones with the, the yeah, two the circles. Yeah, the two eyes. Yep. You know, and that's when my... When they open up their fan on their neck. Yeah, all, all it, cobras do it that. It looks like it has a pair of eyes. Yeah. It's really neat, and I, and I that's been my favorite snake since I read the book Ricky Tiki Toffee when I was five years old. Uh, I'm really showing my age here. Oh, well. So, that's okay. Yeah, it's all good. But anyways, uh, so I pick up the snake, and I don't. I, I honestly couldn't tell. I didn't know my snakes that well, but I knew they weren't going to be. They weren't going to dump a bunch of rattlesnakes or a bunch of poisonous snakes out on the church floor because that's just that's just stupid, right? It's it's dumb to do it in the first. It's place. dumb to do it in the first place. But let's not put rattlesnakes. Let's not just be extra dumb, you know. It's you like, know what? I just had a. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, if these people. They're taking these snakes, and if they have enough Holy Spirit in them, they're not going to go around them. Who's the one getting the snakes in the first place? Boom. Oh, that's what's up. That just, that just, I mean, I that didn't just even think about that. Yes. That is, that is an interesting concept. I didn't even think about that. I just now thought about that. I was like, who's getting these snakes in the first place and, and putting them out on the floor? Oh, Where did, who's, snap. who's gathering up the snakes? <laughs> oh snap oh oh you just nailed that one on the head oh man oh <laughs> somebody's good. somebody's going to hell good one good one good one no that would be a person like me who's not afraid to handle snakes <laughs> well, uh, he's going to hell anyway so it doesn't matter he played stairway to heaven at church one time <laughs> Who's gathering up these snakes? <laughs> that is, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Dang, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, mind that, blown. That, person, that person's that person's automatically going to hell. Well, why is he going to hell for? Well, he played Stairway to Heaven at church. <laughs> so ridiculous! Oh my gosh. Oh my I couldn't God. imagine going to a church like that. Ugh. I would be like, um, not not to bash on churches because okay. because we we enjoy a lot of we enjoy pastors and and uh, we we like I, I like all churches, but that just seems kind it, of it was over bizarre. the top. I, I've been to some really bizarre churches, and I'm not I'm not going to really bash any churches or anything like that. I'm just this is just simply a story that that happened, you know, when I was a kid. Um, Along I don't with even all think. the other crazy things you did as a kid. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. Get your mind out of the toilet. We'll be right back after these messages. Disgusting! Hey, this is Big Jim from the Big Jim Show. Hey, just letting you know that we have a DJ here in town, DJ Meeks. DJ and karaoke entertainment. I recommend this guy for everything. He does the first Fridays of every month. He goes to weddings. He DJs at reunions. He does all kinds of stuff. I totally refer this guy. And if you just give him a call at 928-701-2618, 
That is 928-701-2618. DJ Meeks, DJ and Karaoke Entertainment, and tell them Big Jim sent you. So, you know what I was thinking of doing? Mm-mm. I want to build this podcast up really well. And so what I'm thinking of doing is I've got a bunch of wood out in the back. And I can cut that into individual little, like, uh, poker chip kind of things. And what I want to do is just place them around town in, like, little various spots. And I'm going to have, what I want to do is, is have, like, a a uh, a special number that they're going to have to uh, message me. You know what I mean? And, and put it on TikTok and, and put it on, maybe maybe put it on TikTok. Well, definitely put it on TikTok. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like give, give, uh, give our listeners like something to, something to do like hey look for this poker chip it's down in this area next to this bush and then just give them little clues where it's going to be at well if you give them clues then they're going to know well yeah i know but that's the whole purpose is is for for people to get out and venture around and uh, like a scavenger hunt kind of like a yeah kind of like a scavenger hunt you know remember how they used to do the rocks rocks of globe arizona yeah remember that yeah Yeah. Yeah, i was just gonna say that if you found it you took a picture of it, put it on Facebook, and then you had to place it somewhere else in a random location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking about doing something like that. I think that would be kind of cool. Kind of give us something to, to bond with our listeners. You know, I don't know. What do you think? So, that, some, that, that might be kind of cool. So, something something of that nature. That'd that, be cool. That was, but that, like- Yeah. It'd Put be, your your stuff on there like big gym, big gym show, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like like a little poker chip style, you know. We got all this all this scrap wood lying around here. I've got a bandsaw and a sander. It's not a big deal, and we can literally like take a a wood burning kit and put in the big gym show, and then have on the other side of the coin, the wooden coin, uh, put like a number on there and they can put that number or something something of that nature or they can even take a picture of it and put it on the big gym show's yeah, facebook just, yeah, page yeah because hey, everybody can everybody can post stuff on there and i'm not one of those like nazis where oh no you can't put put stuff on there you know i i want that to be like a huge community bringing together a community thing that would be pretty cool you know to see what they what they which number they get and and what their uh decoration is for their piece of wood and whatnot yeah just just something like that like you know hey there's a big gym here hey i'm placing this coin here next to this bush next to this you know street light guess where it's at and uh we'll maybe we'll uh Maybe uh, you'll you'll win the you'll put in like a there'll be like a, a drawing or something. 
they'll get a free T-shirt, a free Big Jim T-shirt, or something like that. That'd be cool. I think that would be kind of. I think that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. think that'd be pretty. Neat. I mean, and who doesn't want a free T-shirt? I would right? like a free T-shirt. Right. I always like free T-shirts. I know that's that's how we, when I was in, when I was in rock bands, you know, several rock bands. That's what we used to do is we used to promote our stuff by putting out little stickers and things like that. You know, selling stickers for a dollar. Hey, support our band. You know, buy buy our CD five bucks. And and a lot of people, I don't know what it's like back then, but a lot of people back then were like, oh yeah, dude, we'll totally support a small town. You know, a small band. And people would but just buy buy our CDs left and right. We even used my. We even did that. We took a picture of my my eighty one diplomat with all the windows bashed out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that that we were car in the back. Was through, we're went in the, through so much. We took a. It sure did. <laughs> that car car still kept ticking though. Till yeah. Oh man, that was a good good running car. Yeah, I remember when. Uh, when I had to had to replace the windshield, it was about this time of the year too, and you know back then they didn't have mobile service like they do now, where you can call up, you know, safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Yeah, they, we didn't have that back then. So you had to go pick it up. So yourself. you literally had to either a buy the window at a junkyard, or b take it to an auto body shop. And you probably showed up with that, and they're like, "We went what to the I, call, to I called up this auto body <laughs> oh, shop, and the only thing that saved my butt on that whole thing was the fact that the there was a car wash next to the body shop, and we were able to park the car under the car wash because it was snowing, raining, and again, it was about this time of the year. You want to talk about a cold sob driving a car without a windshield?" To an auto body place. That had to have been miserable. Oh, that was not a fun trip at all. Yeah, did you get a couple bugs in your face? <laughs> There's too cold for the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, literally, it was like like 20 degrees. And we I had to drive this car, this 81 Diplomat car, police car, basically. From here to the valley. From here, not not to the valley, but into town. Oh, okay. But still, there was forty five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not good. That's not. And then it was it was almost downtown because and you didn't it was have a car a heater, wash. Huh? Oh, it wasn't going to do anything. Well, what what's that going to do? I don't know. That's not going to do anything. Did you have any windows on the doors? I uh, I had I had windows on the back doors, the back. So you had no windows in the front. I had no windows in the front and no windshield and no back window. Oh man, you you were so lucky to get pulled over for that. Well, I mean, what was I gonna do? Tell the I mean all I literally what I would have done was been like, Yeah, we don't have a mobile service. So I (laughs) gotta get the mobile service. (laughs) So I had to bring the car over there. Because the guy wasn't gonna come over and fix it because it, oh it, it was it was a nightmare. That's what my my biggest fear was was like okay, let's make sure this thing's registered. Let's make sure this thing's insured. 
Because if we get pulled over, we are a rolling A dot nightmare. Violation. Yeah, we are a rolling A dot violation. Luckily, it was there was hardly any traffic. Again, when it snows here, nobody's out on the road unless they absolutely have to be. So it I was. I could just imagine that just had to have been miserable. Oh, it, it was not. Even pleasant. though it wasn't very far, that had to have been so forty-five. Miserable. It was forty-five miles an hour the whole way until you got to over there by the courthouse. <laughs> you were so lucky. Beca- oh my oh, gosh, dude! Man. I was so cold. I could just imagine you were cold, oh. like freezing, but I'll even tell you, with like gloves and a hat. But I'll tell you what, though, we got warm. that we got that window replaced, and man, that was that was just a huge, a huge thing. And then we ended up we ended up taking it over to my friend's house, and uh, we ended up going for a ride. And he was like, "It's really cold in your car," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have a back window, and I don't have any passenger." windows so he's like okay so we came up with this harebrained scheme let's put shrink wrap on both the back windows and the passenger windows no that was you and i well that i yeah but i was the one who showed you how to do that because that little kid who busted out the whole the my my window that one time but we literally that's what we did well, you know what? If it works, it, it works. works. You, yeah, you bet it worked. And, and you, know, you know, it's clear, so you're not going to get in trouble for that. No, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the windshield. And then, you know, you put it on there and then you just blow dry it. Yeah, you just blew shrinks. dry it and shrunk and you can get that thing to be like. Super I mean, tight. it was a little noisy when you were driving down the freeway, but, but it wasn't terrible. As long as you weren't freezing. It, absolutely. The heater worked great in the car. Now, what didn't work in the car was the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a bachelor. <laughs> the reverse did not work in the car. And I found that out on day number two after I got the car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Started the car up. You were just driving the official chick wagon, weren't you? (laughs) Sure, absolutely. Big old jalopy like that. What's that Adam Sandler song, Ode to My Car? You're too wide for drive-thru, that car. (laughs) I mean, think about it. It was a a police car, basically. Oh, my Without it being a police car. It was an 81 Dodge Diplomat. But it had no reverse. So, so you had to replace a transmission in it too. Oh, I ended up replacing a transmission in it, but I found out I you found sh- out how long you can drive a car without being in reverse. <laughs> you put more into it than it and, was worth. And you <laughs> And you learned where to park. Cuz you didn't want to back out of this thing. So what I would do with my so apartment So if you're, if you're you're parking and there's a uh, like at Walmart, you know, you have this one facing this way and this oh, one yeah. facing this Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to pull all the, all the way forward. all the way through. Yeah, you had to drive all the way through <laughs> and go down the wrong side of the parking lot. And I did that for like two years straight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do when you need wheels. I'll, I'll tell that, you that. And it was, it was bad because where I, where I lived, there was a hill like this. So I had to drive up on the wrong side of the alley 
turn the car off, put it in neutral, coast it backwards. Well, at least the because there worked. was no way <laughs> that you were going to go into the right the right way of the alleyway and pull in because you didn't have reverse. <laughs> well, at so, least you had. But it was it was yeah we had brakes oh yeah. At least you found out that those worked before. But I'll tell you what the hill. I'll tell you what the funniest thing was. We were me and uh, me and a couple of friends were out cruising around. And we got into a dead spot, a, a, a dead end. Oh, that's And nice. the only way to get out was to hit the car in reverse. Oh, man. Well, guess what? Guess we don't have to, reverse. Guess who got to push it? Guess who, guess who was my reverse wheel? My my two friends that were with me. I was like, all right, guys. Well, it's like, you this know, how we're gonna, gonna do if this. they're going to ride in there, they got to have to do something. <laughs> well, they didn't have driver's license, let alone a car. I was the only one that had a driver's license and somewhat of a car. Tell them, you know what? You don't got gas money. You're pushing my butt backwards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a real thing. I was like, uh-oh. Like, what? Uh, I don't have reverse in my car, and we got we to gotta get out of this out of this area. Really? Like, yep. Yep. I'm, I'm sure they were really happy about that. Yeah. They had to get out and push it. It was it was funny. My my old but that car was that car was a good car. Once we got a new transmission in it. And a new windshield. And a new windshield. And a back windshield. And the side windows. Yeah. And then what did we do? We went and traded it in for a brand new truck. Oh yeah, I went and did the, the American thing and traded in, got a brand new truck out of it. But you know how much they only they only they only paid two hundred fifty dollars for that car, and I was like, "Hey, that's at least worth eight hundred bucks for a new engine, and not to mention all the glass I had to replace and the transmission that you paid like six hundred bucks for." Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Eight hundred bucks total, because Fred had already given me two hundred, and then we had just put the remaining six hundred on his mechanic block. Oh my god. That's funny. Pretty scary, but not as scary as what you'll find digging around that last troll. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. It's nothing to be alive. We'll be back to you very quickly. Big Jim here. Hey, just letting you know that we have a restaurant just outside of Roosevelt Lake, the old Roosevelt Resort called the Stagecoach Bar and Grill. I definitely recommend this place. The food there is awesome. The servers there are awesome. The owner is awesome. Good friend of mine. Tell Sagan, Big Jim sent you. They have Civil War reenactments going on out there. They got a gentleman who comes in and plays as Doc Holliday. Every Friday and Saturday nights, you sit at his table, play blackjack, play brain teasers. It's just an awesome place. Excellent, friendly environment. The customers there are just absolutely friendly. It is, I strongly recommend it. It is a family restaurant, so you can bring your littles there. So please tell Sagan and Doc that Big Jim sent you. Anyways, another funny story about the car. So I went down to go see this girlfriend of mine down in the valley. And I was in the same, same car, the 81 Diplomat. And uh, apparently, I had lost balance on my right rear tire. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm down here in the desert. It's summertime. This car is just like this the whole time, you know, going 60 miles an hour. I'm down there in Gold Canyon. They Gold Canyon was just barely getting built. I don't even know if they still have a tire center there, but uh, I knew they had one in Superior. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Yep. And they were, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was scary. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how the heck I'm going to make this. And then during the whole time, well, it shakes what little bit of life the transmission had in it. This thing is smoking. Oh my god! And I think the only thing that what? saved this was this was this was just out of out of God's grace. Dad, Fred, and George were in the same area. They were coming back from from uh, somewhere way west in way west Phoenix, and they were on the same road as I was. And I guess dad says, hey, that looks like my son's car. Mm. No, George says, boy, this guy's having a rough day because he sees from a distance. He sees his car going. And it's just pouring out smoke, man. And and so George is like, I'm going to get around this idiot. So just as they were getting around, just as they were getting around, dad says, oh, my God, George, that looks like my son's car. And we barely know George at the time. Oh, my God. We barely know George at the time. George, I don't even think George has even met, met me. Like just, that's how that's how new to the family George was. I'm just I'm just staying quiet because I'm just thinking about this poor car and everything you put it through. Oh, this poor car, and it still kept ticking. It ticked, and it still moved. Yeah, it was ticking all right. Yeah, it was ticking. Yeah, it was a ticking time bomb. That was for sure. And so, so finally, I see this guy pulled right up next to me. You and look I over see and it's, it's your dad. And I see it's dad <laughs> in the passenger seat. And I'm like, oh, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so I immediately just pull over. Brr, you know, no regard for human life at all. Just. Brr. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, I'm so glad you're here. Oh. He was like, I was wondering who that was. He said, it looked a lot like your car. And I was like, yeah. I don't know how you tell with all the smoke, but <laughs> he was like, everything okay? And I'm like, no. Oh. He says, what happened? And I said, well, I think my, my tire is is uh, is out of balance, for one. So it's shaking the crap out of my car and my spare. <laughs> of course, everybody knows in Arizona, you don't carry spare tires. And if you do have a spare tire, it's because it's flat. So... Yeah, that's yeah, like an Arizona not, not rule. Not a good composite. Not a good. So composite. Arizona rule. I'm only. I'm. I'm like. I'm like 18 years old, barely. And maybe I was 19. Yeah, I was think I was 19. Yeah, because uh, Adam and Adam and Angel weren't even married at the time. So, I'm like, you guys mind following me to Superior? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, sure. We don't mind following you as a barrier. All right. So they, they cruise on behind me and I'm limping this thing going 25 miles an hour in a 65 zone. I'm at the base of Gonzalez Pass. No, I'm still in Gold Canyon. I haven't even passed Florence Junction yet. I think I was just a little bit past the Renaissance Festival area. Just a little bit. Maybe even been before. And you're headed towards the valley? And I'm headed towards Superior. I'm coming back from the valley. Oh. I'm coming back from Mesa. I was, uh, I was a borrowed employee at Jack in the Box, and I was seeing a girl down there, and I stayed the night at, at her house at the time. Is this necessarily something you want to tell your wife? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just telling you what happened. But anyways, then that's probably why the car happened. Because <laughs> we just can't let somebody who plays Stairway to Heaven get away with it. <laughs> we, we just can't let somebody who plays Stairway to Heaven in church and handle snakes in church. We're going to give him just enough rope to hang himself. <laughs> so anyways... On top of that, he's seeing his girlfriend in the valley. Stay the night at her house, even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just hear it. Anyways. Um, finally get to Superior. And uh tire shop guy says, yeah, I can replace your tire. No problem. Because your transmission's toast. I know. This is where you're headed to. I said, I'm headed up to Globe. This is... May want to, may want to get a tow driver, and I was like, I don't have money for a tow driver. I mean, come on, I work at a fast food restaurant for crying out loud. So we figured we can get us up to town at fifteen miles an hour. That was probably the longest road trip in my life, but I was okay because Dad was behind me and. The absolute worst case scenario is is we would just drive the car off the ditch and walk away from it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so Well Needless to say, the transmission was shot. There was no transmission. We couldn't even get a core charge on it because it had been burned alive. I mean it looked like a the space shuttle getting ready to take flight and everything just catches on fire inside. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those mice were fried. If there were mice in there, they were gone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, that When we traded it in for that truck, that car was probably just like, oh, just, just. Sammy did just kill me. Already. Just kill me. I'm done. Just kill me. That's probably what happened. He probably went to. We probably went to the the car the car shop, the car dealership, and that that little lady, one diplomat, was probably like, "Look, I I'll pay you to kill me. Just 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 kill me. Just just end it now." So I, I think that car salesman was like, "I'll get you. I'll get you." I'm not gonna have you pay him. I'm. They're gonna. They're gonna pay me, and then I'm gonna put you out of your misery. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. It's so funny how we narrate things, but yeah, that car. That car was like, I'm. 
I'm done. I am so done. He's like, I'm done with these people. Look at me. Look at me. My mouth twitching. <laughs> look at me. My headlights twitching. <laughs> my rear, my rear, my rear tire was already twitching. They didn't take the hint. <laughs> oh. If you thought Mike, if you thought, if you thought the car was bad, you should have seen Derek's truck. I the, don't even want the blue Ford. Isn't that the one where you guys used to try to take it out and jump it and the damn uh, bed of it fell off? Yeah, yeah, that was it. It fell off right there. Oh. Uh, uh, I want to say it was on Maple Street. And right where that little dip seventh. is at. Yeah, they got rid of that dip. But I remember one time, man, Derek was hauling ass down that thing. And he jumped that thing. And he forgot the dip was there. And no, he didn't forget it was it was there. He he knew it was there. Oh man. And and the bed falls off. I mean, it just plumb falls off and it it goes sliding down the Well, let me guess, he forgot to bolt it on. Well, the bolts were were sheared off at that point. That's not the killer part. The killer part was we had some friends at the back. Oh, I thought it was the most funnest ride in the world. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if a cop had been there, it would have been a different story. <laughs> Boys and their toys, that's all I can say. Your, his Tonka truck fell apart. <laughs> kind of like your Tonka, Tonka car fell apart. Yeah, my Tonka car fell apart. His Tonka truck fell apart. Oh. But, you know, when you're a teenager, you got four wheels and something that just, it goes. You're like, I don't care what it looks like as long as it runs. <laughs> that, that was it. We were, we were all 16. You know, we were 16, 17 years old. We were just happy to have a set of wheels. We didn't care what it looked like. Nowadays, kids have got to have, like, this new, fancy, brand-new car. And I'm like, whatever. I had a 76 Ford Standard Transmission POS. <laughs> They're like, you had a POS system in your car? No, 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 it wasn't a POS. It was a POS as in piece of shison. <laughs> if they only knew. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, that, that blue Ford of Derek's was, was, it had been through some, some interesting things. Well, you guys are boys. You know, what can you say? Somebody somebody at school didn't like them. And, you know, being that we live in a, a ranching town, somebody pulls up to Derek's truck and, and he left his window down. You couldn't lock the doors. Didn't work that way. <sighs> Did you have any friends that had decent vehicles? This is, this is Globe. <sighs> this is Globe in the 90s. Are you kidding me? Come on now. So, and plus, you know, all these stories are, are all 100% true. And if we didn't have those stories, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So, anyways, Derek had made some enemies because he was messing around with a girl that a guy didn't like and uh, didn't like the idea that he was messing around with her. And... Uh, Decided to pull his horse trailer. You know what else is in a horse trailer? Horse poop. Horse poop. And he takes all these horse apples, throws it all the back of his truck, 
sees that the windows are down, throws it in there, and then figures out, oh, let's open the doors and we can unload more horse manure. So needless to say, the guy's horse trailer was cleaned out. Derek's truck was not. <laughs> he must have pissed somebody off. Yeah, I don't know what all he did. He didn't. He never did tell me what he did, but he had to piss somebody off because that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I was all man, Derek. I said, "Hey, nobody had it that bad." Man, <laughs> that's 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 horrible. You know, you know, we used to do at the bowling alley too, because Derek was such a such a crack shot at bowling. He would he would bowl, and we always knew he was going to roll strikes all the time. He was like the strike king. He was like he was like the smartest dumb kid. Him? He was like the smartest dumb kid. But he was he was my best friend. He was he was like a brother to me, and uh, he'd always bowl strikes. He'd beat us. He'd beat us all at bowling when we had a bowling alley here in town. And so me, I'm I'm kind of a sore loser. I always push that little gray button where that gate would come down, mm-hmm. and his ball would always hit it. He'd roll this thing so hard and fast. He had that perfect little spin. And I'd be like, you know what? Watch this. So I push this little gray button in the middle and all it would do would put this, put the electric gate, <laughs> the electric gate down. And you, you see the, see the ball just hit this gate. man. <laughs> and he never could knock down any of the pins. He'd get all mad, bent out of shape. The ball would slowly come back. Very slowly. Did you guys ever break those things? No, no, but we got we got yelled at one time. People on lane eight need to cool their crap. Well, that's all we got for today, guys. Enough of our silliness. We will see you guys next week. And uh we'll post more things about uh the wooden coins that we're gonna place around town, so all right, guys. Uh, we'll be placing, we'll be putting those that out on Facebook on our uh, Big Jim Show page. Peace out.